You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, October the 23rd, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The cabinet has approved the appointment of Major General Herzi Halevi as the IDF's 23rd Chief of Staff. He will assume the role from outgoing Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi on January 17, 2023. Halevi, 54, currently serves as Deputy Chief of Staff of the IDF. Defense Minister Benny Gantz praised Halevi as having a broad strategic outlook and a deep and thorough understanding of all of the IDF's spheres of operation. Prime Minister Yair Lapid said that the critical component of Israeli strength is the quality of the IDF's fighters and commanders. Halevi joins this long and select line of thoughtful and courageous commanders who will know how to advance the IDF. The High Court of Justice this morning unanimously rejected four petitions against the U.S.-mediated Israel-Lebanon Maritime Border Agreement. Reasoning will be published at a later date. The government is expected to convene on Thursday to approve the deal. A con reporter says the signing is expected to be on Thursday or Friday. The Palestinian terror group Lion's Den has blamed Israel for the death of one of its members in an explosion overnight in Nablus. According to the group, Tamar al-Kilani was killed when a bomb rigged to a motorcycle detonated as he walked past it. At the Turkumiya crossing west of Hebron, Palestinian sources said a Palestinian worker was shot and killed by IDF fire. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested nine wanted Palestinians. Meanwhile, the Israeli youth from Bnei Brak, who was wounded in a stabbing attack in Jerusalem yesterday, underwent surgery overnight at Sharei Tzedek Hospital and is listed in serious but stable condition. The attacker, a 16-year-old Palestinian from Anata, was shot and wounded by a police officer. The father and brother of the terrorist were arrested last night by Israeli security forces. They were later released after questioning. Meanwhile, during violent disturbances, three border police guards were lightly hurt when residents threw explosive devices, rocks, and metal objects and set off fireworks at the security forces who responded with crowd dispersal means. A day after a strike in Syria that Damascus blamed on Israel, an American military base in eastern Syria was hit. The Hezbollah-affiliated Lebanese network Al-Miyadin reported that an unidentified drone attacked the base located near the Omar oil field, and several explosions were heard. President Isaac Herzog is traveling to Washington later this week on an official trip at the invitation of U.S. President Joe Biden. Meanwhile, the Prime Minister of the Netherlands is slated to arrive in Israel tomorrow on a diplomatic visit. An achievement for Israel at the United Nations. For the first time, the Israeli ambassador to the UN has been chosen to lead a General Assembly resolution. Ambassador Gilad Erdan, together with the Moroccan ambassador, will take the lead on how the world's nations prepare for the next pandemic. Erdan said that this is an important achievement for Israel that will make it possible to present and share the vast information it has in the area of health and dealing with emergency situations. 
and leading the world toward solutions that will save many lives in the future. Nine days before elections, the chair of the religious Zionism list, Betzalel Smotrich, has called on the head of the Jewish Home Party list, Cabinet Minister Ayelet Shaked, to drop out of the race, saying that her roster has no chance of passing the electoral threshold. Smotrich told Khan that Shaked is the obstacle in the way of formation of a right-wing government. It's been cleared for publication that Maxim Babitsky, deputy mayor of Rishon LeZion, is the public figure suspected of smuggling a Ukrainian tourist into Israel. He was questioned under caution last week at the Lahav 433 anti-fraud unit and was later released under restrictive conditions. Babitsky has been active in helping Ukrainians attempting to flee their country amid the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. Some 340,000 students are beginning the new academic year in higher education institutions today. This is a 1.5% increase compared to last year. A con reporter says women comprise 60% of the student population, 18% of students are Arab. The number of Haredi Orthodox students in higher education tripled over the last decade and stands at more than 16,000. The weather outlook, seasonal temperatures from the afternoon hours, chance of local showers accompanied by isolated thunderstorms from the north to the northern Negev. Tomorrow will be cold for the time of year with intermittent rain in the north and the center. Tuesday, much warmer, possible local showers in the east and chance of flooding in streams in the east and the south. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 22, Tel Aviv and Haifa 25, Beersheba 26, and in Eilat going up to 30 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.